Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome in. This is a public affairs program that sheds the light on the interest issues, concerns, and uh, of the greater Pittsburgh area. I'm your host, Johnny Hartwell. Today, we're going to be talking about PA Connecting Communities. And let's say good morning to Kelly O'Malley. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Johnny. Thank you for having me. What is your title? I'm the Chief Executive Officer of PA Connecting Communities. All right. So tell us, what is PACC? PACC is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, We support people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and autism through 11 counties of southwestern Pennsylvania. All right. So Pittsburgh is kind of the central area? Yeah. Our main service population is in Pittsburgh, um, and that's where we were founded. Okay. Oh, oh, give us a brief history of uh, PACC. So PACC was started by two women, Peggy Manella and Arlene Bear, all the way back in 2004 with the mission to empower people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. You say way back in 2004. <laughs> uh, well, that's not way back. That's not too way back. And even before they started the organization, which they started out, uh, they actually put a... Um, took a loan out of their own home to start this organization. They had already worked 25 years in the field with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Were so, they teachers? Were they medical? Yeah, they did uh, teaching. Both were special education um, teachers, and then they worked you know, in different areas of the field, and they met each other through uh, CCAC uh, years and years ago um, and started to run events and programs for people with disabilities, and then they formed their own organization. When did you come on board? I started with them in 2005, right in the beginning of the organization. Oh, way back in 2005. <laughs> well, I want to say way back, but we do have a history. And then as the years went on, um, I just worked my way up. Um, when Peggy Manella fully retired from the organization, the board of directors elected me chief executive officer. That would have been eight years ago. Okay, good for you. So what is your background? Um, my background also is in special education. Um, my entire life, I've worked uh, with people and students with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, I started in the Cleveland City school systems. Um, And then when I moved back to Pittsburgh in 2004, um, I started working for the Verlin Foundation, which is a residential provider, meaning people live there full time with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, And I met Peggy and Arlene at a health fair for people with disabilities, and I watched this video of a bunch of people with disabilities uh, performing in a performing arts group, and they talked about all the community involvement and trying the mission of trying to keep people to live with their families or independently for as long as possible. And the next day, I started working for them. That was it. That was my whole mission for the rest of my adult life. Were you originally from Pittsburgh? Yeah, I grew. I was born and raised in Avalon. Okay. Um, I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, and I spent... You know, some years up in the Cleveland area in college and my young adult life and then moved back to Pittsburgh. So and and, and dealing with, um, you know, intellectual disabilities and special ed, and it, you know, it takes a special person, a calling. When did you get that calling? So I'm glad you asked that. Um, I actually got this calling and um, empathy and passion for this field from my father. He's a minister, uh, Pastor Callis's name through Allison Park Church. And when I was a child, they started a ministry called Bountiful Bible School, and it was similar to like a 
Education Bible School, but for adults with intellectual and developmental Mm. disabilities. But this was in the 1980s. And at that time, a lot of people were still very institutionalized. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people in the area did not even know about people with special needs or uh, people who had um, more profound physical and intellectual disabilities. So when that program started, that was very new to the Pittsburgh area. Um, and I was a child, so I worked right along with them. And so I was raised without a fear of people with disabilities, instead an understanding and a compassion. And they were just my friends like any other friends. And so that started my my whole life. I worked with people with disabilities. When I first started my radio career, I, I, I became a Special Olympics volunteer. Okay. And I was a bowling coach. And I quickly realized I was the worst bowler on the team. You know, you know, you know, they, they call about disabilities. They certainly have a, a lot of abilities, but, you know, and they have the same, um, they have the same compassion and passions and concerns. And, you know, and it, it takes a special person to help them progress. Yes. So tell us about. P-A-C-C. So everything that you guys do and and how are you different from other organizations that may be similar? Okay, so we are what's called a non-residential provider, um, meaning that we support people who still live at home with their families or even independently on their own. So no group homes. No group homes. Okay. Um, And so what we do is we provide what we call our habilitation specialists or other direct support people who go to that person's home pick them up in their vehicle and take them out into the community to engage in meaningful activities and life skill building of their choosing. Are you talking jobs or are you talking about everything uh, from shopping and things like that? Everything from supportive employment. We support people to work and earn livable wages instead of being in workshops where for most of the history of people with disabilities, they would stay in a workshop all day, maybe making eight cents an hour mm. doing jobs. We we are completely against that. We support people to work at Giant Eagle and different local restaurants, um, different uh, businesses all over Pittsburgh partner with us directly. And we provide a job coach with the person with disabilities um, to train them on the job and the organization or the business that we partner with, they don't have to pay for that job coach. We support that with the hope that that person then can work. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus a meaningful job with meaningful wages on their own. How many individuals do you work with? So right now we service somewhere around 2,000 individuals in southwestern Pennsylvania. In 11 counties. In 11 11 counties. counties. Uh, Is, is, you know, it's Pennsylvania uh, connecting communities. Uh, Other than, you know, southwest Pennsylvania, are you expanding into other areas of Pennsylvania? So that is my hope for this year now that we are coming out of the pandemic, hopefully. Oh, I got Um, questions about, you know, I'm sure that was a challenge for you guys. Yeah, it was beyond challenging. And yeah, we could talk about that for hours. Um, But our hope for this year is to be expanding statewide. Um, We are the only provider right now in the state of Pennsylvania whose sole focus is on full community inclusion and helping people to live independently for as long 
long as possible, as well as all of our events and programs that we do. And how do individuals sign up? Is there a waiting list as well? Well, for right now, there's a waiting list in any type of social service industry in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, if they are interested in services with us with PA Connecting Communities, they can simply go to our website or call our office, and we will link them with what's called a support coordinator who will link them to services through state-funded waiver dollars. All right, so they it's nothing they... You, so you're state funded. Yeah, we are state funded for the direct care services. So the, your support, um, your job coach, your supportive employment specialist, occupational therapy services, uh, your habilitation specialist who would come pick you up and take you out into the community. That is all state funded. Wow, I was going to say, what kind of programs do you provide? But you just gave me a lot. Oh, we have list. a lot more than that too. <laughs> really? We do a lot of programs. Right, you mentioned your website, so let's yeah. cover the website. It's okay. pacc dot org. Yes. Correct. So if somebody wants more information on services, they can go there. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of programs? What, what, are, what is? What do you specialize? What programs? What are the two or three programs that 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 make pacc? You know. You need the organ, yeah. Yeah. So our main focus um, is, like I said, community inclusion. Um, so every year, even uh, well prior to the pandemic, we would run over 2,000 events and programs a year for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just trying to get wrap my head around that. How many events? 2,000. Multiple events every day in different <laughs> community locations all over southwestern Pennsylvania. What? From a group meeting at the zoo to cooking classes, craft classes, dances, physical fitness, rec groups, uh, you know, you name it. If it's something you, meaning somebody without disabilities, enjoys, we make it for people with disabilities to enjoy. How do you, how do you facilitate that? Well, I have 200 employees who help me run all these amazing events and that programs. Doesn't, that doesn't even sound like enough. It isn't enough. I could easily hire at least 100 more people right now. All right. So let's say somebody um, you know, checks out the information at yeah. your website, pacc.org, and they go through the process and they, they get accepted. And what, what is the typical... Um, you know, kind of interaction you have with this person? So a lot of times when people hear of our field, they tend to get scared of the field. They think that they're going to have to do a lot of the physical care for people like bathing, dressing, lifting, which you know, it can be hard physical work. Um, that is not what we do. Uh, most of the individuals that we provide services to are uh, very able to be out in the community, just like somebody without disabilities can be. Um, so you are there to be a friend and support to them. You literally get paid to pick somebody up and take them out into the community and have fun with them. That is your job. Take them to the zoo. Take and, them to the and, zoo, to Eaton Park, uh, to the performing arts groups, to sing and dance, uh, uh, Thursday night, we'll be up at the Zilly Parade all March on a float passing out candy. That is your job. You are paid to be this person's friend and help them build life skills. And not only do you become their best friend, but I'm telling you, they become your best friend, too. We want people to be able to bo- uh, build a social structure outside of their immediate family. And that's where you come in as a worker for PA Connecting Communities. I mean, the since the, the pandemic and inflation, it's been difficult for people to hire. Very difficult. For even restaurants and, and retail. And But when it comes to like nonprofits similar as PACC, it's 
It's very difficult. It's very difficult. And even uh, before the pandemic, it was already in a crisis state for our field that we work in, the intellectual and developmental disability field. Most providers have right now over a 60% turnover rate. Um, we have thousands of people in Pennsylvania waiting for services from different providers. And because we're state funded, the wages are just notoriously low for our field. I mean, me as, quote, CEO, this is nonprofit. Nobody, including myself, is making large salaries it's it's we're doing the work because it's meaningful but we are fighting and advocating the state for at least a livable wage for our employees so right now our employees uh direct care are making somewhere between 15 to 17 dollars an hour with mileage health insurance expenses covered but honestly right now with inflation and after the pandemic uh p you know teenagers working fast food are making that or more and all of our employees are so dedicated all 200 employees almost everybody stayed with us through the entire pandemic and are still there and committed but my job as ceo right now is constant advocating and when i say fighting the state it is fighting the state to get these wages up for our direct care what kind of pushback are you getting um the it's unbelievably i i don't even know where to begin but i will begin with saying that they recently increased the rate um the rate that they increased that we could pay our workers uh is what we should have been making 15 years ago it doesn't even come close to cover what inflation is 15 to 17 dollars an hour for this very meaningful needed work is not a livable wage for people to live on right now um and i just don't even understand the federal and state's philosophy behind it because it is a fraction of the cost for taxpayers to help people live at home than to go into full-time residential care so funding community home and community-based supports cost our entire system a small percentage of what it would take to place somebody into full residential nursing you know, full-time care. And you mentioned that there's a thousand people on a waiting list. In the state of Pennsylvania right now, there's at least 2,000 people across the board looking for residential placement. Here at PA Connecting Communities, we have hundreds of people who are waiting for services from us. Right now, even with our 200 employees, we are only what we call um, providing services at 68% of the capacity of hours that our individuals that we currently have need to go out into the community and work and need support to do that. Um, and so that's why I need more workers. So I won't take anybody new on in um, our basic counties that we've been providing services to, to our current clients have their full hours utilized. Well, let me ask you about workers. Uh, are you looking for a particular kind of person? Because I, I think mm -hmm. you, you you get it you know, when I said hey, the calling because you need somebody who is sympathetic and empathetic and somebody who is, mm -hmm. you know, can can work with um, individuals with um, with in, intellectual disabilities. Yes. Um, w what we're looking for is somebody who's kind. Yeah, that that's number one. Are you a kind person? Um, do you care about people? Are you kind? Do you, do you like going to the zoo and do, eating? Park? Do you like having fun? Um, <laughs> that that's who we're looking for. Uh, the basic requirements for the job is you have to have a high school diploma or GED equivalency. Um, you need to have a driver's license um, and have your own vehicle. Um, beyond that, I just need people who are kind. It doesn't matter your age, race, religion. 
sexual orientation. Um, it doesn't matter where you live in Penn, southwestern Pennsylvania. We're going to match you up with somebody. Um, when we meet you through our job interview process, we will get to know you as the employee and match you with a person who we feel will be a good fit for you. Um, so if you're somebody who likes to, let's say, you like to go fishing and are a very outdoorsy type person, we will match you with a client who wants somebody to take them fishing and somebody who likes to go hiking in the woods. I just hired a lady who loves to craft and quilt. So we matched her with a, a woman near her age with disabilities who loves to sew and paint. And now they get to do that together. So that's what we're looking for. Somebody who's kind and who likes to have fun. I mean, it's a great job. We just got to get the wages up. <laughs> we're talking to Kelly O'Malley from the Pennsylvania Connecting Communities. Uh, when you're talking about um, intellectual disability individuals, if somebody wants to get on the waiting list, what's the process there? Um, so if for residential placement, all, all you need to do, if, if you're listening to this right now and you do not know what a support coordinator is or how to get services for a loved one with disabilities, just call our office or go on our website um, and we will call you back and give you the information of how to get linked, which is first and foremost is to what's called the support coordinator. Um, there's multiple support coordination units and I would describe it as a social worker. They're the ones who are going to take um, a referral and intake about your, you know, your name, your information, what do you need, what are you hoping for in your life, and then link you to the right services to accomplish those things. All right, let's talk more about the services. What, um, uh, when somebody signs up, what, what, uh, what's the process of, you know, do you, do you ask them what they enjoy doing? Yes. yes. It's, it's, it's that simple. Yeah, it's very simple. We will come to your house and meet you. Um, one of my directors, um, we will meet you, your family. Um, if you live independently, we'll just meet with you. A lot of our individuals have, uh, a parent or legal guardian with them, even though they are adults themselves. Um, who, uh, you know, help in their direct day-to-day care. We come in and meet you. Um, we talk about your hopes and dreams, the things that are meaningful to you. Um, and then we match you up with an employee who can take you out, uh, whether that's eight hours a week or, you know, some people have services 60 hours a week so that their parents can work um, and that the, they can go to work themselves. I'm stumbling a little bit here, but basically it doesn't matter if you're just looking to go out one night a week or if you need day-to-day supports and services, we can match the uh, whole, what's called an individual support plan to you. And then we develop in that plan specific life skill goals for that person. So if that person's goal is to live independently as an adult outside of their family structure, we will help them learn laundry skills, cooking skills, safety skills, safety out in the community, all through the approach of doing meaningful activities. What is so critical in our mission and for PACC is that for a long time, people with disabilities were so isolated from the community, um, locked away in institutions, and I'm talking all the way up into the 1980s, mm-hmm. did not have access to education, jobs, health care. It was absolutely deplorable conditions in your mind's lifetime. This isn't a 100 years ago. This is we're still fighting to get in people out of the large-scale institutions here, even in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, But for the first time in history and the entire world here in the United States, we are seeing people with all levels of disabilities able to hold jobs, 
choose to engage in things that are meaningful to them, have relationships that they choose, whether that's a romantic relationship, friendships with people. We truly believe whether you are disabled, whatever disability level you have, you are fully able to live a meaningful life with dignity and choice. And that's what we do for people. Is there an age requirement? So we, uh, there are services for all different ages. Us at PA Connecting Communities, we start with teenagers um, all the way up till senior citizens. Um, so our teenage services are what's called transition services, and we are partner with multiple school districts here in southwestern Pennsylvania, North Allegheny, Hampton, Shaler, uh, Mount Lebanon. Um, there's a whole bunch of high schools, and we have what's called a transition specialist. It is a person who is trained in special education or a related field. They go into the high school and take the teenager who is 16 or over out of the school during the day to work on very focused life skills to prepare them to transition into adulthood. What kind of life skills are you talking about? Um, So a lot of it's very employment based. So we like, for example, we have a student right now who really wants to get into photography. So our transition specialist has them out during the day working at a photography studio, photography classes, trying to make sure that when they graduate high school, they are ready for meaningful employment um, and to hopefully be able to live independently. And when they get older, what, what kind of services do you provide? So once they're, once they're done with the public school system, um, and I just want to note that people uh, with intellectual disabilities uh, traditionally stay in the public school system until 21 years of age. So where people without disabilities graduate at 17 or 18, people with disabilities stay in the public school system for an additional four more years. So that's where we come in as the transition specialist to get them out of the school you know, all day um, and try to really focus on life skills out for what the reality of adulthood is going to be outside of the school. Now, you mentioned you you do 2,000 different kind of activities. Yeah. Tell us about the famous yellow book. Okay, so uh, prior to the pandemic, and now we just started again here in the fall, um, we, PACC, is known for what we call our famous yellow book. We mail it out to almost 6,000 individuals three, three times a year, and that is filled with all kinds of events and programs for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, but for anybody in the community is welcome to come and be a part of these events. We are we are for full inclusion, whether you are disabled or non-disabled, to come and be a part of our events and programs. And there's uh, Beaver County and Butler County. And, and Westmoreland uh, and Washington and, and South Hills. And, and, and the list goes on and on and on. All right. So if somebody is interested in, in picking up the Yellow Book, yeah. what, what's the process there? Um, they can go right on our website and fill out, you know, a brief, just give your address and we will put you on the mailing list. Or you can call our direct office line at 412 62 one six one five one and we will put you on the mailing list all right we talked about your programs talk about some of your activities and events that you have throughout the year yeah so we are i know for me personally i am most proud of our events programs and activities uh this is something that other providers they might have a dance now and then but no other provider puts the time cost the money into events and programs because the state doesn't fund those. We fund this out of out of our very, very small budget for all the rental fees, the crafts, the activities. Um, 
you know, we, we fund that because that's our mission is to really get people engaged in meaningful activities that mean something to them. Um, so we do one of our biggest programs is our performing arts programs. Year round, we run multiple singing, dancing, acting classes. We have performances this Sunday. Uh, our North Hill showcase is going on, our Christmas show. We have our South Hills course performance coming up next Tuesday. Um, along with the performing arts, we do lots of arts and crafts, recreation, sports nights, um, karaoke nights. We do large dances where three to 400 people with special needs come out and dance and just have a wonderful night. The Gateway Clipper Cruise. I mean, if you name, if you can do it in Pittsburgh, we have an event or program Are these fundraisers as well, or do you have separate fundraisers? Um, so we, we have an activity fee for people to come to the events and activities. We keep a very minor. Uh, it might be $5 a head. However, I want to know we have never turned a person away in our history because they could not pay. Any donations that we've received through our organization, we goes directly, I swear to you, to scholarship people who can't afford to come to our events and programs, or we put that into the cost of running events and programs. Do you have any individuals or companies that are helping you out as well? Or like uh, making- no, we really, this is our first year as we've started to grow and expand that I actually brought on a grant writer and a fundraiser to really try to help raise some funds and um, different grants and development to expand our programs. So what kind of what kind of help do you need? Um, well, we need financial help for our events and programs. Um, like I said, the state funds for the direct service, but all of our events and programs, we fund that out of the little bit of billing that we can get you know, for that. So any type of financial help would be greatly appreciated and it would go directly to the events and programs. And when I say that, a lot of that comes down to paying for the rental, the cost to rent um, auditoriums. Uh, for example, if we do a dance at the Double Tree Green Tree, and when we say a dance, we'd like to do like a full dinner, music, DJ, make it a quality, fun event for people with disabilities. That's going to run somewhere around 45 to $50 a head for the hotel. And I guarantee you, everybody that we work with from the Double Tree Green Tree to the Gateway Clipper Flea, they have all been very compassionate to us, knowing who we are. And once they see and meet us, they give us the best deals they can. But they're still running a business, right. too. There's still right. a cost. Right. So, um even running spaces at the YMCA, uh, gym memberships for our individuals to be able to exercise, all this costs money. So I always tell people that if you're looking for somewhere to donate, even if it's $5, that $5 will go to a person to come to our events and programs who I promise you cannot afford to attend because they are living on a very very small limited income. All right. We only have about a minute left. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what is the most important thing you want people to know about PACC? I think number one is first and foremost that people with intellectual and developmental disabilities are people and they have every hope, dream, desire, and ability that you and I have, whether you have an intellectual disability or not, and not to be afraid of them, to say hello and engage and talk to people out in the community who you see that have Down syndrome or may have autism or a different disability. That's number one. Number two, 
Our whole mission is community involvement. And if I'm doing my job right, you will keep seeing more and more people with disabilities out in the Pittsburgh area. So please be there. And if you're looking for some place to sponsor or donate to, we are a wonderful nonprofit organization. Every penny that is brought in will go directly back to the And people. if you're looking for employment, you can get more information yes, on your website. And please come work for us. Even <laughs> if you just wanted to go out one night a week, a lot of people just volunteer things. We will actually pay for you to come have fun. Kelly O'Malley. Wow, you are a spitfire. You really are. (laughs) PA Connecting Communities. Get more information at pacc.org. Thank you so much. Thank you, Johnny. If you have any comments, concerns, or an idea for a future program, please email us from this radio station's website. I'm Johnny Hartwell. Thank you so much for listening. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.